We are back. Panthers Insider, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We dabbled a little bit in the conference realignment talk. I hate dealing in hypotheticals, but there are a lot to consider when we look into the crystal ball of what the future could be for college athletics and where Pitt's place is. One thing you cannot argue is that Pitt has positioned itself incredibly well. Heather Lake deserves a ton of credit for her leadership and the transformational job she's done particularly on the competitive end of things. Pitt, ranked by CBS as the 13th best athletic department in the country in 2022, the best athletic department in the ACC in terms of competitive excellence across the board. That continues to be a focus for Heather, for Pitt Athletics, for the university. Obviously, there is another layer of leadership uh, above Heather Like, and, and that leadership is new to the University of Pittsburgh. Chancellor Joan T.A. Gable making the trek from the University of Minnesota to the University of Pittsburgh. Her first day was last week. She's been in office now for a little over a week and a half, almost two weeks, and has done an impeccable job reaching out to the community. I had the chance to sit down with Chancellor Gable yesterday and speak to her, among other things, about her view on athletics. I think you'll enjoy listening to it. We'll cue it up now. Pleasure to be joined now by new Chancellor Joan T.A. Gable, 19th Chancellor at the University of Pittsburgh. First of all, welcome to Pittsburgh. Congratulations. How have your first week and a half? How's that gone? It's been great. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here and glad to have the chance to talk to you. It's been wonderful. What were the three months you were announced as Chancellor in April and you kind of had three months of transition, obviously, at the University of Minnesota? How was that process for you in terms of getting prepared and ingrained at Pitt while not physically being here? So I did come here several times during that period of time because you can talk to as many people as you want over the phone or on Zoom. You can read as much as you can find online, but unless your boots on the ground, it's kind of hard to get the feel and flavor of a place. So I did talk to a lot of people and I did read a lot of things online, but I also came and visited and people were really nice to meet with me on weekends or after hours so that I could get to know the place. You have a vested interest to come to Pittsburgh as well. Your son is a student at the University of Pittsburgh. You were a pit mom before you became the chancellor here. I'm curious, what kind of insight did that give you into the place and the experience that may have made you more interested in the position when it became open? Well, there are a lot of things about that, actually. And I think for a lot of us who work at universities, when your own kids go to school, it's a very eye-opening time because you work here, you give your life here, you think you know it. And then you see it from the parent's point of view and you know, you're sitting in that orientation or you're moving your kid into that dorm. And it's just a whole different level of understanding of a place and very personalized, obviously, because you really see it from your baby's eyes, although I'm sure he just would be thrilled to know that that's what I'm <laughs> calling him. But um, so I watched and he was a freshman during the worst of the COVID time and how this university took care of him. And I received every email that every parent got and and was dealing with it at my previous institution, but seeing it from his point of view here. And then um, sort of in the can't make it up kind of way, in a lot of our national organizations in higher education, we're seated alphabetically 
just a tradition. So I always sat next to Pat Gallagher because Gable and Gallagher <laughs> right next to each other. And so I, he and I would talk about what was going on at Pitt for years now. And so between those two things, I really felt like I got to look under the hood at what was going on around here. And I liked it and thought really well of it. And when the position came open, it really felt like a homecoming for us because we've been connected that way. Yeah, and you mentioned looking under the hood. You've asked, elicited feedback from the Pitt community on day one. Um, you, you sent a video message out, asked for feedback. What, what are some of the highlights that you've seen so far? I know you have a lot going on, but what's some of the feedback you're getting from the Pitt community? What are your impressions of Pitt people? Well, just first of all, we sent that email out and we've received over 1,200 responses. So that's 1,200 people who stopped not just to talk about the university, but to make sure that I heard from them. So I think that says a lot right there, that people care and they want the university to be successful and they're passing on that love for the university directly to me. That's how it feels that they want this chapter of the university to be successful and they all have different definitions of what that success might mean. I mean, we have a lot of people who are focused very much on students and some who are focused on research and some who are focused on sports, community engagement. I mean, you name it, everybody has their you know pick off of the menu, but it's a really good menu and people are really serious about this university doing what it does well, being its best self and what that means for our community. We're talking to Chancellor Joan T.A. Gable at the University of Pittsburgh. Um, obviously, you're not even two weeks in, so it's hard to look ahead when you're looking straight down at, at the two feet in front of you. But what are some areas, um, you mentioned Chancellor Gallagher and the great work he's done here at the university and how it excited you. What are some areas that you see specifically for the university that excite you in terms of future growth? Well, there's a lot of demand for the University of Pittsburgh in Western Pennsylvania, and there's really growing demand nationally. And so thinking about how this university can be an attractor into this community, whether it's new students who stay here and then get jobs at the companies here, whether it's researchers or doctors or artists and all the different creative things that our faculty do who come here to teach students and do their research, and then that has this positive impact on the community with health or cures, whether it's cheering for the teams and thinking about what it means to really get into college sports, especially these days with everything going on and how much it's changing, that there's still a lot of headroom for the brand, for what it means to be a Panther and for what that sounds like, feels like the reaction that it gets in this region and beyond. And so what I really see are different ways in which you make all that happen. How do you attract the best students here and then have the partnerships so that they stay? And how do we attract employees who love working here? How do we support our team athletically or all the other things that are the team at this university? And then you kind of rinse and repeat over and over to make sure that it just gets better and better over time. We're in the Cathedral of Learning and obviously it's, it's, it's not as busy around campus. How much do you think it'll really set in that, that your new tenure here at the University of Pittsburgh has started when students arrive here later in August? That really is the moment. You know, there's a, 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 this, there are these really key moments in the cycle of a school year on a university campus when freshmen move into the dorms for the first time and graduation. And then there's a lot of tradition moments in between and, you know, homecoming or lantern night or the kinds of things that are really big deals around here. But there's something about standing with a new student, a freshman, or sometimes a transfer student, but new to the university 
and helping them move their boxes into the dorm Mm -hmm. and standing there with their parents while they, you know, wave goodbye. And I mean, I could start to cry because I have done this three times myself. And, and you just, that there's a, a, an energy to that and a, a, like a real page turn, like in your life, you remember that moment. And I get to be a part of that every fall only to maybe be surpassed by at the end of it, when you hand someone their diploma and shake their hand and this is who they are forever. And then there's those things in between, you know, a really big win, a really big research outcome that cutting the ribbon on a new facility that are really vibrant and exciting but the things that happen all the time on this campus welcoming students watching them arrive and then seeing them go off into the next chapter of their life that's when it hits you a couple sports questions you mentioned it a couple times uh, uh, for you chancellor gable Back there, there'll be a, a bonfire here in just a couple yeah. weeks, uh, getting ready for the kickoff of pit football season, September 2nd at Akershire Stadium. You've mentioned the impact of sports on the campus life, but how do you view inter- the ever-changing landscape of intercollegiate athletics in terms of its importance to the student body and to the campus community as a whole? Yeah, and, and I think beyond the campus community, frankly, but I, I've said before, and I got this from um, an athletic director that I worked with in a former life that intercollegiate athletics and college sports are the front porch of the university that the university engages with people from long before they might ever become a student if they are a fan and so the idea of how cheering for the team having the team and what they do become part of your identity that we're all panthers the panther never comes off that kind of idea is really coalesced around cheering for your team. And so you wanna make sure that the student athletes who are competing on our behalf have what they need and feel support on campus and on the field or on the floor or wherever it is that they're competing. And you want for the experience of cheering for the team to sort of weave through the whole community and and have that be a part of the memories that a, a student gets to have because that's part of what they carry through and what will continue to bring them back. So in that same vein, the success that Pitt Athletics has experienced of late, obviously more comprehensive excellence than, than we can remember around here, you think that adds to the experience for the community as a whole in terms of a sort of sense of pride? Well, yeah, it's a super clean, nice and spiffy front porch, right? It's one you want to sit on. So the idea that the team is winning, but winning the right way with really strong academic outcomes, with an, a tremendous amount of community service, with a really supportive environment so that athletes thrive in every way, including being winners in their respective sport, that feeds into and sets an example for the whole rest of the institution. Last one for you, Chancellor Gable. You're heading to football practice soon, I hear. Birdie tells me. Uh, I know you've been to football practices before. What are the chances you drop a play to Coach Narduzzi? Oh, I mean, I think he already called me and asked for my advice. You need to give him a call about that. (laughs) No, I'm very happy to sit quietly on the sidelines and stay out of the way and just cheer the team on and be very happy to see them very successfully led under the coach's leadership and clear excellence on the field. (laughs) We're happy you're here leading this institution. Congratulations and thank you for your time. Thank you. There it is. Chancellor Joan Gable. You could hear the echo a little bit. We were in the, the chancellor's office. It was a, there's a meeting room there. And as you can, you know, obviously the Cathedral of Learning is a uh, massive structure, the largest academic structure in the Western Hemisphere. And that room is, is huge. So it was hard to 
to not have a, any echo, but it was pretty cool to be in there and to see the history, obviously, in that room, that building being nearly a century old. Um, obviously, very, very special and really appreciate the time that Chancellor Gable gave to us. Clearly, athletics are important to her. She's been at institutions that are very supportive of sports, uh, University of Minnesota being one of them, uh, University of South Carolina, University of Georgia, Florida State University. So her experiences, um, both academically and otherwise, are they, they were it coincided with, with great athletics. And I think that's a great sign uh, for the University of Pittsburgh. Obviously, that's, that's always a, um, in today's day and age, the positioning of athletics and, and where it's seen through leadership's eyes are is always a concern uh, because it requires such a, a hefty investment um, to be able to make these departments go. Uh, but I think you could hear in that interview uh, that the, the importance is, is certainly there. She sees the value of what it brings to the campus community as a, a front porch, if you will, and that a successful athletic department can help in so many uh, ways, both tangibly and intangibly. And I, I was very curious to one comment about you know creating fans before you become a student. You think about that in terms of you know when people apply to come to school and, and young people are looking to make a college choice. You know who they root for as a kid has a lot to do with that. You don't tip, typically root for teams that don't succeed. And uh, certainly, Pitt Athletics has given a lot of young people in our region a lot to cheer for the last couple of years. We'll hope that continues, and we'll hope it starts in 2023 with a very successful football season. Last week, we went through the six areas I felt like needed to be successful for this team to have a successful 2023. We'll rehash that, and I want to take your calls. Again, this is your last chance pre-camp to get a little insight before we start hearing from players and coaches alike. Obviously, no trade secrets will be divulged during training camp. We know uh, how important it is to keep things under wraps. But your biggest questions heading into 2023, 2023 pit football, we'll take them next. We'll be back after this break on Panthers Insider right here on 93.7 The Fan.